Today at Caleb's Church, we're discussing how to serve Jesus. Hey, where'd you get that? Welcome to Kalos Church. My name is Pradeep Njiva. And I'm Amritha. Kalos means beautiful in Greek. And our prayer is that you'd experience the beauty of Jesus yes. Christ today. Right now, people are meeting online and in person at Bellevue's Hilton Garden Inn. And we want to say we would love to get to know you. Yeah. If you haven't been part of our community before, please sign up for our next meeting greet. We'll share meals, share stories, and it's an amazing time. Yes, and before Pastor Pradeep preaches a great word, we want to celebrate with you today. And actually, the good news that I want to share today is about meet and greet. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we had 10 new people join us for meet and greet. They're interested in learning more about Kayla's Church. And we had a meal together and we talked, we got to know one another. We actually even shared some tears yeah. uh, that evening yeah. and it was just so good. Mm -hmm. We say at Kayla's Church that we want to make known the beauty of Jesus. And I want you to know, church, that that is happening and that God is setting lonely people in the family of Kalos yeah. and in our community. And so we celebrate God. We celebrate that happening in our church. Amen. Amen. Well, we also want to pray together today. And, you know, this week was a really difficult week for mm -hmm. Asian Americans and our nation and the hate crime and the violence that we've been seeing. Mm -hmm. We have a number of Asians in our church that have shared with Pastor Pradeepan and I their fear and grief and just the difficulty and impact this is having really on all of us. Yeah. And so we at Kalos Church, we continue to say that racism is bad and Jesus is Amen. good. And so we want to stand in the gap and we as a church community, we want to pray right now yes. as we lift up God to intervene in these situations. Mm -hmm. So let's pray together. Father, we pray right now. Lord Jesus, that you would come and you would be the great comforter yeah. in a time of sorrow and a time of grief. Lord, we lament over the loss of lives, mm -hmm. over violence, Lord Jesus, in our nation. Lord, we lift up our Asian brothers and sisters in Christ. And Father, we as family, Lord, we ask that you would mm -hmm. come and you would touch them and you would touch our churches mm -hmm. and you would touch our nation. Yes, Lord. Lord, I pray Father, that by your mm -hmm. spirit, you would cover us. Yes, you would Lord. bring comfort, Lord Jesus, and you would diminish fear, mm -hmm. Lord Jesus. We love you so much, God. We put our trust in you, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, without further ado, we are going to hear a great message from Pastor Pradeepan as we continue our Christian Discipline series. Well, today we are talking about the Christian discipline of serving. Mm. You know, in our culture, a lot of people like to argue about goats. No, not that kind. But the who is the greatest of all time kind. You know, in basketball, for example, people might incorrectly think the greatest basketball player of all time is LeBron James, when in fact it is Michael Jordan. Yeah, it and is. And all God's people said. Amen. Amen. And, and the greatest of all time, the GOAT. And in our culture, there is a lot of pressure to be great. So many of us strive to get ahead, self-promote so that we can be the GOAT. And others of us feel like we're not good at anything, so why even try? Mm. You know, in the book of Luke, right after Jesus teaches the spiritual discipline of communion, he finds the disciples arguing about who is the greatest. Mm. In Luke chapter 22, it says, then they began to argue among themselves about who would be the greatest among them. Jesus told them, in this world, the kings and great men lorded over their people, yet they are called 
friends of the people. But among you, it will be different. Those who are the greatest among you should take the lowest rank and the leader should be like a servant. Who's more important, the one who sits at the table or the one who serves? The one who sits at the table, of course, but not here, for I am among you as one who serves. Mm -hmm. So this is the last meal Jesus shares with the disciples before he's arrested and killed on the cross. Mm -hmm. And as they sit at the table with Jesus, he turns their world upside down. He says, if you want to be great in the kingdom of God, you must be a servant. And he didn't just say it, he practiced it. And he encourages all of his disciples to practice serving as a spiritual discipline. In John 13, the story continues. It says, so he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and he returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Mm. I love this. Jesus, who is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, takes on the nature of a servant. He kneels down and washes their feet and then instructs them as disciples, you need to do the same. This was a radical act of serving, foot washing. Have you ever done this? Mm. Have you ever washed my foot? I've never washed your foot. I don't remember. This is radical. (laughs) Oh, oh, you'd remember. (laughs) This is totally radical. But Jesus says, hey, I'm your teacher. And if you call me Lord, if you say that you're one of my disciples, you should be doing this for others. Mm. This is the way of a disciple. You know, I want to share a moment where I thought I was stepping into greatness. I can relate to these disciples. Mm. Hey, I want to be great. Who among us is greatest? Mm. I remember having these dreams as a young man of God and going to Bible college thinking I was going to be this great preacher. I was going to travel around the world and speak to millions of people all the time. And and as I went to Bible college, I I began to find these opportunities. And eventually I became the graduation speaker speaker for Oral Roberts University. And let me show you a clip of one of my finest moments. feels a lot different than it did in my room. (laughs) Wow! That's so awesome! One of my brightest moments (laughs) in a live little humble break. You look so different. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And so I got to speak in front of a lot of people, thousands of people. I got to speak in front of some Christian celebrities and Because of that, I got a lot of job opportunities. Mm. Fresh out of college, I have all the student debt, and I'm thinking, all right, I'm on my way. I'm going to be great. And as I'm thinking about what job should I take, what pastoral role should I take, how much money should I make, Mm -hmm. I feel like the Lord speak to me. And I feel like he said, don't take any of those jobs. And in fact, uh, before you ask anybody to serve your vision, 
I want you to serve someone else's vision. I want you to go move to this church in Colorado Springs and serve this church for free. And I was like, for free, Lord? No! (laughs) (laughs) It was such a hard decision for me. And I said yes to it. I moved there. And uh, so 10 years before we launched Kalos Church in 2017, I was working for free at a church and living in the basement of a pastor. And during that time, I'm going to be honest, it was really hard. I moved a lot of chairs. I set up and tore down. I cleaned and I prayed and I, I worked really hard. And, you know, as a Christian, I love being called a servant, but I hated being treated like one. It was a really, really difficult time, honestly, in my life. But I'm going to be honest, I, I learned a lot. Yeah, I learned how to serve. And also, nice perk, I, I met Amrita there as we served together and we fell for one another as we served, right? Yes, we did. And, uh, you know, during that time in Colorado, the Lord was teaching me the value of serving. Yeah. And this way of thinking, the way of thinking like a disciple of Jesus, honestly, it flies against everything we've been taught in our culture. We live in an age of self-promotion mm-hmm. where getting people to serve us is the, the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll pay my dues, but one day I will be the master and others will serve me. And Jesus turns this all upside down and says, you never graduate from moving chairs. Wow. You never graduate from grabbing coffee. You never graduate from washing yeah. Because serving is greatness in the kingdom of God. And mm. before I get a little more in depth in this message about being a servant and serving, I just want to say that serving and good works do not save us. Yeah. Uh, the root of salvation is a free gift. Amen. But the fruit of salvation does include good works. Mm. And so as followers of Jesus, I want us to understand some things about serving. And the first thing I want to share is this. Serving is not just what we do. It's who we are. Mm. You know, in the kingdom, serving isn't just a position. It's our disposition. Mm. You know, the scriptures say that Jesus took on the nature of a servant, Mm. and so do we. In Philippians, it says, he made himself, speaking of Jesus, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Mm. And so when we accept a servant mentality, I believe that we come fully alive in our walk with God. And I'm not saying that we become some subservient sheeple. I'm I'm saying we become a servant like Jesus who led the greatest revolution of all time. We walk in strength and health. And yes, as servants, we do have boundaries like the Sabbath and God wants to make sure that we're healthy, but we still have a mindset of a servant like Jesus. And, And the primary message of our culture is take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. We're taught, don't live in a self-sacrificial way. But Jesus tells us otherwise. He says in Matthew 16, for whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. And we see here, the ultimate self-care is giving your life away. Those who lose their lives will save it. If you want to be great in the kingdom, become a servant. Wow, I love that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I was just talking with Randall, one of our very own here at mm-hmm. Kalos Church. He just got baptized about a month ago. Come on, somebody. Yeah. So good. And uh, he just told me earlier this week that he is starting to serve in the kids ministry. <laughs> and I was like, Randall, uh, is that a good idea? <laughs> like, here's a picture of you holding my daughter. I remember you <laughs> I remember you saying that you were super uncomfortable around children, didn't know what to say yeah. or do. I'm like, look at you in this picture. And he said, you know what? Pretty even you're right. But I, I want to serve in the kids' area to grow as a person. Mm. 
you know, I've served on the operations team and the connections team, but I, I realized that being around kids is a weakness for me. And I want to, I want to wow. grow. And I believe that serving could draw out a latent potential in me wow. to, to be someone who loves all people and I can bless others and grow as a person. Yeah. And I, I just love that. Can we give Randall a round of applause? Come on. I, I love that he saw serving as an opportunity to be all that he could be in the name of love. Mm. You know, even for us in our lives, we met serving and serving has become a lifesaver for us. Mm. Times when we are low, when we've gone through family issues or just Mm. the struggles of life, we have found life by pouring our lives out for people and experiencing Mm -hmm. the energy and the joy of walking in purpose, seeing life change, being able to use our skills and our passions to advance the kingdom of God, seeing miraculous life transformation. It's just it's been a privilege to serve. Yeah. And, you know, that's honestly why we never really apologize for asking people to serve here at Kalos, mm. because we know it's going to help you operate as a disciple yeah, of Jesus right. to practice what Jesus says. If you want to be great in the kingdom, you need to have the nature of a servant and it'll help you trap tap into who you truly are. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. You know, I, I think Honestly, this is kind of a harsh statement, but I I think more Christians are rusting out than burning out. Mm. Sometimes we're so afraid of serving the church because people burn out, and that is a reality. Mm-hmm. I've experienced that. I've totally burnt out in, on ministry, and I've needed to take an extended break. But more often than not, as I talk to people, people are rusting out because they haven't used their gifts. They wow. haven't, haven't been like Jesus and picking up that towel in so long that mm. they really don't know what to do, it, and it's hard to get back into that that rhythm. And so people aren't going on this adventure of faith, using their gifts, really believing God for a miracle as they serve others. And so, yeah. so we rust out. And so I have some questions for you. Are you a servant or one who primarily gets served? How would people describe you? You know, in your prayer life, if your relationship with God is primarily telling him what to do, that might mean you think he's your servant. But we as followers of Jesus say, Lord, how can you use me? How can I be your servant? Lord, uh, it's not about all the stuff you can do for me all the time. I want to do some things for you. What can I do, Lord? And we've been taught a consumeristic spectator reality, especially when it comes to the church and the gospel. You know, I come to the church to be served. And I honestly think that needs to be changed. In, In Matthew 20, Jesus said, For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. Amen. The second thing I want to share is this. You have a gift to offer. Mm. Amen. Mm. First Peter 4 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. Mm. You know, some of us honestly don't struggle trying to be great because we don't even think that we are good. Mm. And uh, I want to let you know, though, for all of you who have bought into that, I want to let you know that God has made you on purpose and for a purpose. And Uh, If people have told you that you are worthless or you have nothing to offer, I just want to let you know that is that is a lie. You are made on purpose for a purpose. God loves you, has amazing plans for you. He has put gifts and talents inside of you. I don't care what people have spoken over you. You are valuable to God. You're valuable to the family of God and in the kingdom. Amen. Amen. You know, last week at our meet and greet, uh, we were just talking about this earlier, and we had a bunch of people come to explore the idea of joining Kayla's church. And there's one girl who was there who had moved to Seattle about a month ago, 
And she said, I have tried so hard to make friends here and I've visited all these different places and I, I feel like I just can't, I can't break in. I don't know how to make friends. It's not like other places that I've, I've lived. And then she came to Kalos two weeks ago yeah. and she encountered the connections team and then she was invited to our meet the pastors time that we do after every service. And then she encountered the engagement team. And there are all these people that wanted to meet her yeah. and connect with her. And then as she's sharing the story with us, she she starts to cry. Yeah. She's like, uh, and then people wanted to be my friend. And she's like, I'm sorry. I don't know how to cry while wearing this mask. This is so awkward. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do. <laughs> she said, I, I, I just, I'm so moved that the church was the place where people actually wanted to meet me and I just want to say thank you yeah and she just received that community and the very next week at Kalos Church she started serving mm. on the engagement team yeah because she said I want to help others experience what I experienced yeah. and I, I just think that's so beautiful even my ministry definition is this freely receiving or freely giving what we've received yes and yes. she did that mm. she had received this ministry of hospitality and now she wants to give it yeah. out you know, Martin Luther King Jr. says, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. Mm. You know, and all of us have the ability to serve, just like the Connections team greeting her, having a, a warm hello, a smile. A, hey, come sit with me. Come, come to this meeting. We want to get you connected to the church. And all of our service to the Lord doesn't have to be this viral, extravagant display. Sometimes being a servant looks like taking the initiative to welcome a stranger into a spiritual family. And sometimes we're, we're overwhelmed by not being able to change all of the world. But I want to challenge you. Do for one what you wish you could do for all. And, you know, we're not trying to guilt anybody into the acts of service because yeah. we, we realize we all have a varied amount of time. Yeah. We have all different talents and we have a different amount of treasure to serve with. But you can do something. Yeah. Whether you're a single mom or you're, you know, a... Uh, you know, in a grandparent or whether you're a kid, you have something to offer mm. to serve God's people with, you know? And as pastors, it's our job to equip the people of God to work in service, to work yeah. in the ministry. Mm. Ministry is not just for professional paid Christians or pastors or staff. Yeah. It's for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Ephesians 4 says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers. Why? Why are there pastors? To equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. I think this scripture is amazing and that Kalos really embodies this. Mm -hmm. We have people who are working in service in so many different ways, so many different department heads. And I, I want to let you know that in about two weeks, we are launching full live services on Easter. Yeah. And I'm just so pumped about this yeah. to see our musicians live again. We get to do yeah. live preaching again. And during this Easter service, a lot of people are going to be coming out of the woodworks, you know, worshiping together. And a crazy, wild, new Easter experience is something, oddly enough, we're used to at Kalos. In our three-year history as Kalos, we've never had an Easter service in the same location. Yeah. Been in the parlor, been in the W, we've been online, yeah. and that will be in the Hilton. It, it's crazy. And so we're gearing up to have more people serve with us to yeah. pull off a great service. And so I want to show you a, a video that highlights all the different areas and all the different department heads we have for serving together. How's it going? I'm Josiah, and I would love for you to be a part of the media team here at Kalos. 
We are in charge of video, photo, screens on Sunday mornings. We'll be running the live stream. We need a lot of hands to be able to make this work so that we can be both a church online and also in person. So if you're interested, if you have experience, even if you don't, and you would like to join the media team, please reach out to me and let me know. We would love to get you involved here on the media team at Kalos. Hey Kalos, I'm Yuna and I'm the department head for admin team. And if you don't really love the glamorous spotlight, but maybe you enjoy rolling the red carpet out for others to walk on or managing that spotlight, then this team might be for you. We do all of the backend work, things like handling finances and uh, managing the churchwide calendar, all digital communication. We handle logistics behind baptism and guest speakers. So if words like checklist, and organization or spreadsheet get you super hyped, then this might be the team for you. Hi, my name is Amy and I am the Kalos Kids Director. Here at Kalos Kids, we partner with families to help kids connect with God and connect with others. We do this by teaching kids who God is and who they are because of what Jesus did. And we love building relationships with the kids and equipping them to share the gospel. If you love kids and you love Jesus, the Kalos Kids team is the right place for you. Hi, I'm Tori, the Department Head of Engagement at Kalos, where we're passionate about helping people, if they're looking for a spiritual family, to find that at our church and get them involved, to get them plugged in. We do that through meet the pastors, through welcome dinner, and following up with people after those events. There's a big vision for other things that we want to do. So if you really care about helping people take their next steps in the church and like following up with them, if you like to plan events, if you can write and communicate in a way that's easy to understand and just break things down into a simple process, we'd love to talk to you. Thanks. I'm Sally Kim and I'm the new captain of the service team. If your love language is access service and you love to love in that way, then this team is perfect for you. Some of the things that might excite you are that we help people find their seat, we hand out and pick up communion cups, and we clean up the room after service. This is super exciting, and I hope that you would join me. Hi, I'm Andrew, and I head up the music and production team here at Kalos, and we love using the power of music to help our community connect both with God and with one another. So if you've got an ability to sing, play an instrument, or maybe you have an ear for audio engineering, please come find me. Specifically, we're really in need of audio engineers behind our soundboard, bass players, and electric guitar players. Please come find me if you're interested in joining the production team. Hi, Kayla's Church. My name is Linda and I'm the Connections Director. Have you ever gone somewhere and you weren't really sure what to do or where to go or who to even talk to? Well, that's why the Connections team exists. We are the first impression for all guests. So whether you're new to Kalos or you've been coming for a while, we provide a warm and welcoming atmosphere. And so a lot of people think that you need to be an extrovert to be on our team, but that's not true at all. Even if you're an introvert, we have a place for you. So if you like to meet people, get to know them, get them plugged in, or wanna help get them checked in or direct them on where to go, I would love for you to join our team. Hi, my name is Sam Goodhile and I coordinate small groups here at Kalos. To be a small group leader means to take something you're already interested in, like an activity or an area of learning, and to invite others to come alongside you and do it with you weekly. As Pradeepin might say, to be a small group leader is to make your life neater. That didn't really rhyme. 
Hi, I'm Nathan, and I'm the department head of the record-setting ops team here at Kalos Church. From start to finish, we make sure everything flows smoothly, which includes setup, directing traffic, security, and tearing down. So we're a cool crew that always needs more hands, so you're welcome to join us. Hi, I'm the Easter Bunny, and I love being a part of the Kalos Events team. From behind the scenes, to execution, to the bunny costumes, we make sure that the big moments at Kalos are unforgettable. Amen. I love that. Awesome. We have so many amazing yeah. leaders, volunteers here at Kalos Church. Yeah. And truly, we are a community of people using their time, talent, and treasure to, to serve. And uh, I, I love that. People are volunteering their time. I mean, these are people who have full-time jobs and then on their days off come in and yeah. serve the Lord yeah. and serve the people of God. And and then there are people with so many different talents from our amazing musicians yeah. to very technical people or people like Randall who are becoming talented with kids. Yes. <laughs> Amen. I, I just love that. And people who are offering their, their treasure, you know, people are financially giving to Kalos. You know, even during this last year in a pandemic, people have been so faithful to give to Caleb. So many people have set up recurring giving where it's automated giving and we just can plan and budget every month yeah. and we've been able to buy camera equipment and buy things for like our Sophia Way women's ministry that we partner with or buying uh, groceries for the people in our city and I, we just want to say thank you yeah. for making such a big difference. We all have so many things to offer to the Lord. And more often than not, the Lord wants your, not just your ability, but your availability. And if you have a yes in your spirit, say, Lord, hey, whether it's for big things or small things, Lord, here I am, use me. Yeah. I'm a servant. I just believe God uses that to make such a big difference. Amen. 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 Third thing I want to share is this. When we serve others, we are serving Jesus. Mm. You know, to be honest, God is pretty self-sufficient. He doesn't need our service, but his children do. Mm -hmm. In Matthew 25, the scripture says, when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he will separate the people one from another as the shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance. The kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. I love that. Jesus says, whatever you do for these people who can't thank you, for the yeah. least of these in our culture and society, whenever you serve them, you're actually serving me. Yeah. The King of right. Kings, the Lord of Lords. The Lord has changed our lives so much and we want to serve him. And this is a very practical way we can serve the yeah. Lord. And honestly, you know, we've been dealing with this idea of uh, serving with love, even when People may never thank us or acknowledge us. You know, we talk about this all the time because it's <laughs> something we're really dealing with. But, you know, our, our son still is not really able to speak and communicate with mm -hmm. us. You know, as we've been just going on this crazy journey of autism. 
But you know what? We love our son and we know he loves us, but he can't express it all the time. And so we, we love him. We, we love on him. We, we buy him gifts. We try to spoil him and give him his favorite foods. If you want to see someone enjoy food, <laughs> give food to our son. He is just so satisfied. Yes. You give him a banana mm-hmm. or an apple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he never thanks us. But you know what? Love is not wasted on him. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because we know when we serve our son, one day our Father in Heaven is going to tell him all the ways that his parents loved him. Even when we didn't see a result, even when he didn't measure up to all the ways that maybe Seattle culture says you have to be as a person, he's just valuable as a person because he's God's child. You know, he may not have a 4.0 GPA. He may never make millions of dollars, but he is valuable to God. And when we serve him, we're serving Jesus. Because he's a child of God, he is worthy of love. He's still valuable. You know, and sometimes in our journey to becoming goats, we feel like we have to self-promote. We have to walk all over people so that we can make connections with the influential and the wealthy people of this world. But in our journey of becoming goats, the greatest of all time, we need to remember the scripture that Jesus is going to separate the goats from the sheep. And we don't want to be one of the world's goats when Jesus wants us to be sheep, spending time with the least of these, being a servant. And when we feed the hungry and invite the stranger in, we are doing that for Jesus. You know, it is impossible to serve God without serving one another. And so what would you do if Jesus were showing up in two weeks? How would you treat Jesus in that moment? Well, that's how he asks to treat the oppressed, the hungry, the lonely. You know, I want to be honest. We have an opportunity that we want to invite you into as we talk about serving. And I want to, even right now, I want to ask you to to serve Mm -hmm. somewhere as a disciple of Jesus. Mm -hmm. You can serve in the community, but if you're looking for a really practical way to serve with us, we want to invite you to serve on our Kalos Church Dream Team. We have so many volunteers here, and in about two weeks, we have an amazing Easter celebration. And there are going to be a lot of new people coming to Kalos Church for the first time. We're in phase three now. We can have larger gatherings. And uh, there are a lot of people that are coming out of the woodworks. This is going to be their first time leaving their house, being in a public gathering for for Easter. And uh, we need volunteers, to be honest. We're going to have amazing people in Easter bunny suits. We're going to give away giant Easter eggs. We're going to have live music. We're going to be praying for people. We're going to be preaching the gospel with live music and live preaching. It's just going to be an amazing time. And, uh, you know, for many people who are lost, lonely, feeling isolated, I want them to encounter the love of Jesus so deeply and so genuinely. And so we could use your help. And if you'd like to join our team for this Easter celebration, I want you to look on your chairs right now. And there's a paper right now. Even right now, would you grab that and take a moment to see where you can serve on all our various teams. And if you're watching online, because we are one church, whether in person or online, Mm -hmm. we have a link right here. And you can click on that link to see how you can serve because we are going to have an online and in-person service. So there are a variety of ways to serve. And uh, I'm just so excited because... When we serve people from our community, we are serving Jesus. Amen. And this spiritual discipline, I believe that it will help us come alive. And, uh, you know, this discipline will help us make a difference, 
Help us make an impact Amen. and help us make known the beauty of Jesus. Amen. So I am thankful that as we give our lives away, as we give our life to Jesus and acts of service, we find true life and life abundantly. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for this revelation, these scriptures that you've shown us a better way to live. Lord, I thank you for your example. You being fully God took on the nature of a servant for our benefit, for our freedom. And Lord, I, I just pray that we could be like you. In the name of Jesus, everybody said, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, thank you for going on this journey of spiritual Christian disciplines with us. Yeah. And, and we're not naive. We realize not everybody that's watching or listening to this right now is a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to encourage you to surrender your life to Jesus. Following Jesus, honestly, surrendering to Jesus yeah. is the best decision I've ever made. And if you'd like to make the journey of following Jesus, we'd love to pray this prayer with you. So we're going to put words on the screen right now. And so why don't you pray this with us all at the same time? Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I open the door of my life and receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Take control of my life. I turn from my old ways and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you for praying that prayer with us. And especially if you pray that prayer for the first time, please text the number on the screen so that we can connect with you on this journey of following Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you for that amazing message as we continue in our Christian disciplines and serve God with our mm -hmm. gifts and talents. I love that. Well, we want to transition our time of worship into a time of giving. We want you to know that you are investing in life change and you can click right here on on the link to give and you can set up reoccurring giving as yeah. well and I want you to hear this incredible testimony by our friend Grace. Hey Kilos, my name is Grace. I've been coming here for two and a half years or so and just felt at home since pretty much the first service I attended. Because of that though I didn't think that much about starting the transition to church online, starting the transition to working from home for my job, but it was really difficult to gain that work-life balance that I had before. Uh, and that included worship and prayer life, which really surprised me. It should be easier, right? You don't have to drive anywhere. Not that much is expected of you, but um, it's all about mindset. So um, it took me a while to adjust to online church. It took some effort to be intentional about it. Um, and the online connections team was just so amazing. And virtual small groups as well really just helped keep me grounded. Um, everyone worked so hard to maintain the energy level and, uh, and culture that we love so much about Kalos. And God was absolutely still on the move during that time. Uh, I attend our in-person watch parties now, and I'm just so happy to be back for lots of different reasons. But I also really treasure the times that our church family was able to, uh, to adjust and grow together during less than optimal circumstances. Um, I had to rely on God in different ways than I had before COVID. And because of that, I got to see him in new ways too. Um, I can't wait to see what I'll continue to do. So I would just encourage everyone who wants to and feels called to, to invest in this community uh, and see how God reveals himself to you. And I just can't wait to meet you. Happy Sunday. 
Grace, thank you so much for that incredible testimony. So good to hear how God is working in people's lives. But we have just a couple of announcements for you before you go. And that is for those of you that are at the Hilton Garden Inn, that little piece of paper that we want you to fill out has all the different departments on it. You can Mm -hmm. sign up for what you may be interested in. And on your way out today, make sure to drop that piece of paper off at the table. And we'll collect those. We'll introduce you to some of the leaders. And Mm -hmm. you get... A free gift to get like a, a Nalgene bottle, an REI Nalgene bottle, wow. I think. Yeah. Do it for the gift. Do it for God. <laughs> yes. It's going to be really amazing yeah. on Easter. And for those of you that are online, please fill out this online form. And we are excited for mm-hmm. all of us to serve together mm-hmm. on Easter. Well, we want to invite you again to small groups. It's not too late to join a community. They're powerful. They're meaningful. Yeah. We're making friends with one another. So be sure to sign up for a small group and come to our meet and greet. We are yeah. already so excited for our April meet and greet. We have spots open right now. We're going to have dinner together. Those of you that have been wondering about Kalos. Maybe you've been coming or you've heard, you've been watching for a while. This is a time for you. We'd love to get to know you more. Well, let me bless you before you go. May you know and make known the beauty of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you and give you peace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and stand and worship together. Holy night.